If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to Indiana Sports Beat Radio, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Looks over the middle, second guesses, fires, throws, does he make the catch in the end zone? Yes! Galloway finds Rob Finnessy who fires the three and oh! he hit it. Now from the golf club at Eagle Point Studios, here's your host, Jim Coyle. Hello, everybody. Jim Coyle with you as always. Welcome to another Indiana Sports Beat Radio show here on this Friday. And we've got a big one lined up as always coming to you. Brought to you by our great friends from Endeavor Hospitality of Bloomington and Andy Moore Honda, the number one Honda dealer around. Uh, don't forget about our great friends at BB's Market. Uh, BB's Market is your local meat shop, steakhouse, and caterer, no matter where you live, with some of the best custom meats around. BB's Market has the largest variety of inmate house products as well. You can find, visit bbsmarket.com next Friday should be the first. Let's see. Yeah. Next Friday is going to be the first week. Uh, We'll be, should be doing coming to you from BB's next Friday is we should have our first tailgate item that we're going to make. So don't forget to send in those. uh, Do not forget to please send in your suggestions uh you can send them in uh there's a thousand ways to message me and i i think you can find it either via twitter uh which is the best way just follow me on twitter at jim coil isb uh and you can my messages are open you can send them right there or through uh some of the other sources whether it's on uh indiana sports beat radio or however uh you can find it alec lasley from the hoosier.com joining us this morning as well uh zach osterman from the indy star will be along and then of course it's freaky friday as uh mitchell page and jeffrey the greek will join us as we've got week zero upon us in college football uh so plenty to talk about alec lasley welcome man how's it going happy friday happy friday to you uh it is a friday and not only that it's the friday before the opening of the college football season which is uh, weird because we're in week zero, uh, a creation by TV. But um, looking forward to just getting that kicked off. Uh, and, but everyone's mind is still on basketball without question. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like everyone, college college sports is, is finally back. So I think everyone's pretty excited to kind of get that rolling. Um, but I think, you know, when it comes to especially Indiana fans, they're, they're obviously a lot more geared towards uh, the college basketball season uh, just due to obviously all the, all the excitement and kind of build up. But um, either way, good to, good to kind of get back in the swing of things, uh, get some college uh, sports back on the TV and, and back in person. So uh, should be, should be a fun week and obviously a, a fun season ahead and busy uh, next, you know, six months here. Uh, 
Jalen Huchifino, news came out yesterday that he will be participating, is participating now. He's uh, already out in L.A., I believe, uh, participating in the Chris Paul Elite Guard Camp, which um, cannot be anything but great and helpful for him. He's, uh, But as he mentioned, he already had a relationship with him, which that's a positive as well. When you have a, just simply having a relationship with someone like that shows your reach uh for for Jalen Hood Shafino, but that's going to be happening uh the 25th through the 28th so yesterday and uh today and tomorrow but uh that can only make Hoosier fans a little even a little more excited I think yeah I mean he obviously right before the season too so uh I think a lot of a lot of people are excited to see some of the the news to come out of the the weekend in regards to Jalen Huchifino, but um, you know, he, he continues to, to go to all the top events, uh, whether it was back in high school, whether obviously now before the season starts. And I think it's just another uh, kind of building block for, for him to kind of get ready for uh, his freshman season where the, there are a lot of expectations. And I think not only uh, just internally now, I, I feel uh, nationally, there seems to be over the last maybe three or four months a, a huge kind of draw for Jalen Huchifino, even maybe more than uh, in the in the spring. And I think that just shows the uh, the testament to to Jalen Huchifino for obviously continuing to work, but just what he's been able to do when he's been kind of under the under the bright lights. Obviously, whether it be uh, any sort of All Star game, uh, any sort of camp uh, in the high school uh, season, or even after. Uh, the high school season uh, and winning a national championship and, and being able to play in some of those other events, uh, not only you know, showing he he belongs uh, in that top crop of players in the in the class, but shows that that he's definitely in, in the upper half, if not the uh, even the upper third there of, of uh, you know, all the, the top 20, 25, 30 players uh, in, in the country. And uh, just shows that you know he, he's ready to compete. Uh, I think a lot of people, obviously, around the Indiana program already knew that, but I feel like uh, it's starting just to come out a little bit more nationally. Uh, just what an impact he should make and is expected to make for for Indiana this season. Yeah, and and a lot of us had had already expected him to be a starter on this team, um, and that obviously does not change. That it just this only uh, emboldens that theory uh but also not just a starter indiana has to be better they can't just come out and and put the guys on the floor that were there last year and the guys that they've added they have to be better they have to be better as 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 one unit and everything that he's doing to go into this chris paul camp hopefully will, will help with that but the other guys have to be better too uh the guys that are coming back trace jackson davis has to be better it, it starts and ends with Trace Jackson Davis, first of all. He has to improve. Uh, he played, obviously, very well last year. Had a successful, he had a successful personal season, but there was more that he could and needs to do, and we all know what that is. And does he make that growth? Uh, and I, I think that is going to be dependent on Indiana's growth is dependent upon that as well, because while they will have other pieces that have added, they still need a little bit more from him, I think. Yeah. And I'm still a little bit hesitant to, to believe that Trace Jackson Davis is obviously going to uh, find a consistent jump shot here this summer. We, you know, we've talked about it uh, pretty much ever since he, uh, you know, put his name out there that, that he was going to at least go through the, the draft process of, 
exactly what he needed to do, uh, obviously, in order to, to reach the next step and in order to uh, take his game to the next level was obviously to get the jump shot, whether it be a consistent jump shot or whether it just be uh, consistently taking those open looks that, that he's had in the past and kind of uh, creating a little bit more uh, spatial awareness there uh, on the offensive end and, and not, you know, just so much sticking to, to pick and roll and on the block. I, I think at the end of the day, I don't see that happening a, a great amount. I think the, the bigger uh, question is going to be how effective is Race Thompson at doing that? Because we, we already saw uh, last year the ability for him to at least hit the three um, at, at somewhat of a higher clip than, than what he did the year before. And obviously throughout his career where he really has not been uh, any sort of threat to, to even shoot the ball from from the outside. Um, but I, I think he, he really started to develop at least some sort of confidence of uh, being able to to make the three ball. And, and, and if he's able to do that, even, you know, at a, at a 33 percent level um, from from three, it, it just opens up a lot more for Indiana. Um, and I think it opens up a lot more for Trace Jackson Davis uh, because of that. But uh, obviously, Trace Jackson Davis needs to, to continue to to take whatever step forward he can. Um, at the college level, and I, and I think a lot of that uh, is is still, uh, at the end of the day, going to be dependent on uh, how consistent uh, Xavier Johnson is, um, and then if Race Thompson is going to be able to open up the floor a little bit more, because I, I just don't know how effective Trace Jackson Davis is going to be shooting the ball from from 15 to 17 feet um, at a consistent level. Obviously, uh, you know, I expect him to, to make a few more and at least take a few more than, than last year, but he, he's going to be a low post player. He's going to be uh, catch the ball at the high post and, and take someone off of the dribble. But I, he's still going to live within the, the 13 to 15 feet that he has for, for most of his college career. Yeah, I, I don't I, I agree with you. I expect no difference. And and truthfully, I, I don't know. I don't know that I think that Indiana really needs anything more than that from him. But they haven't really gotten that from him. He He is. He stayed, it's really, to me, it's been more of a five to six feet arc that he has lived in uh, for his career. And that's been the issue because you're talking about just outside of the, the uh, block charge square, which that's a congested area. Not only is it a congested area, less room for you to maneuver, but it's also less room for playmakers to, to find seams and holes. So you've got to kind of, there's always has to be movement and flow and not clogging those lanes. Uh, which was that's kind of an, that was kind of an issue for Indiana, I think, last year a little bit. But um, I, as long as he can sp- spread out, because they do have playmakers. Uh, Jalen Huchifino is 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 someone that can make uh, develop his own or get uh, his own shot. Uh, obviously, Xavier can. Whether his consistency is going to be a question this year? Does has he grown? as a, a leader. Um, and then the second unit, obviously the second unit, much, much better this year, expected to be much better, should be much better. You've got Malik Raynaud, who uh, I've heard nothing but great things about. Uh, you've also got Tamar Bates, who you hope makes a good jump. Jordan Geronimo, who you hope makes a good jump. Uh, so there, there's a lot of unknowns in that regard on how well that second unit elevates yeah absolutely and, and kind of going back to to what you touched on with Trace Jackson Davis yeah I, Indiana doesn't need him to do anything more than than what he has been doing um, I think 
if you do see any sort of change, it's going to be a lot more of kind of that ball screen action um, and kind of more so of a pop, not for him to shoot, but to showcase some of that versatility that I think he has gained over the last year with taking someone off of the dribble. Um, and if you, you spread that out almost five around none, you're, you're going to have that ability. And, and you know, he, he's more athletic in terms of the college game than, than a lot of other, uh, you know, traditional fours and fives, uh, especially in the Big Ten. Um, obviously, when you get outside of the Big Ten, it's a little bit different uh, in terms of the style of play, obviously, which is you know very evident. Uh, but when you get inside of uh, conference play, I think utilizing him a lot more as almost a, a slashing big uh, could be uh, utilized a, a lot more than it has. Um, but but going to the to the bench, yeah, I mean, it, it all comes down to obviously. I think you you look at uh, Tamar Bates, but Malik Renault is kind of those two guys that if they're able to come in and play with the expectations that I think a lot of people have for them this year, uh, that, that second unit is not only going to be uh, kind of an extension to other, of two other starters uh, that a lot of teams around the country are not going to have, um, but it, it just comes down to consistency. And, and that's been the biggest thing with Indiana's bench, uh, you know, over, over the last few years uh, with some of those other guys, but uh, you, you go down the line and, and you have a lot of players who, do have a lot of different skill sets, which Indiana did not have uh, recently. And, and that's one positive that, that you look at. You, you do have some shooters. You do have some slashers, some, some playmakers, uh, obviously depth at the, in, the, in the front court. Uh, but I, I think, you know, a lot of people look at Jordan Geronimo as a guy who needs to take a step up. I, I do think there, there's even more of an importance on Malik Renault than there is Jordan Geronimo. Uh, just due to the fact that in the Big Ten, you do need another very physical body. Uh, obviously, Geronimo has the, the athletic ability that uh, a lot of Big Ten players don't have at, at this point, uh, but you still need a big body who uh, can, can play in the low post and, and not give up a ton of weight, ton of size. Um, and, I, and I think that's where Malik Renault comes in, especially if uh, Trace Jackson Davis or, or Race Thompson get in foul trouble of some sort. And, and I think uh, Malik Renault is going to play a lot more of an important role than um than people are are expecting or giving to him and, and i think obviously that expectation is already super high so uh you know indiana's second unit is is extremely important to this team um and i, and I think you're going to see uh, as long as they're consistent that be one of the the better uh you know second group of guys around the country this season well, certainly could make a gigantic difference uh, for Indiana and in, uh, what they are trying to do. And and that's going to be much needed because I, if, if, if Coach Woody continues to substitute in the manner in which he did last year in mass, uh, that would make a, a big difference. I, I, I don't I wonder if he's going to continue to do that. Uh, I know that's a that's an NBA type thing. Uh, but again. In the NBA, man, even though you're not bringing in five superstars, you're bringing in five professional players. And that's not the case when you're doing that. Uh, when he was doing that last year, that, that was not the case. But obviously the talent level will be much better. But I still, in mass, I, I hope that I hope that uh, I, I would like to not see that if Indiana wants to be more successful last year. I think that was one of the reasons. Uh, there was too many times when that happened that you saw a great drop in not just production, but defense. Uh, you, you'd see gains lost in the in that area, but 
this would be a a, a stronger second unit, but I you, you gotta you'd sure like to see it a little bit more mixture. Yeah, and, and I think a large part of that was just due to the the extremely inconsistent play of that bench unit last year, and you know coming from the NBA where a lot of coaches like to have situational lineups and, and players play obviously very key and specific roles at specific times in games. Um, that's what Mike Woodson tried to do last year. Um, obviously with, with that second unit not being very consistent and uh, just not very deep uh, come kind of middle of Big Ten play, uh, there just wasn't a lot of options uh, for Mike Woodson. It, it was very, uh, very kind of static almost in terms of you, you knew who, who was coming in at what time and you knew kind of what that finishing lineup was going to be. Um, and obviously you still need that finishing lineup, but you, you do need uh, some sort of versatility when it comes to, to lineup uh, dispersion. And, and I think you'll, you'll get that a lot more this year, just due to the fact that, you know, I think Mike Woodson one knows a lot more about the returning players. Uh, the returning players know a lot more about kind of what they need to do to be on the floor. Um, but just the overall skill set of this team and the talent on the team is just a lot better. And, and I think the IQ of the team is a lot higher. And that goes a long way in, in putting some of these players in very situational lineups and situational roles that he's still going to utilize, even if it is bringing in a, a, a CJ gun for uh, two minutes at the end of the half or uh, you know, two possessions at the end of the half or, or whatever it may be. And that being the only you know, kind of time that that person sees the floor. Uh, you, you will see that utilized because Mike Woodson's not going to go away from that, I don't think. Uh, then it's just up to, obviously, the consistency of that player and that, that rotation, uh, which, again, if you have more talent and more and, and higher IQ, it is going to be better uh, because of that. Alec Lazzi from thehoosier.com with us right now talking some uh, Indiana basketball. We're going to take a break. We're brought to you, of course, by BB's Market, your Local meat shop, steakhouse, and caterer, no matter where you live, with some of the best custom meats around. They're a part of the Wow Club. Reach out to BB's at visitbbsmarket.com. Order from wherever for some great meats. And don't forget to join the Wow Club. Go to your Apple App Store or Google Play Store and sign up. And uh, today it is free. Start earning Wow rewards no matter where you live. Uh, we start doing this BB's thing. I'm telling you, we're going to start doing some giveaways. And uh, it's going to be fun. So do us a favor. They are a sponsor of IU Athletics, uh, more importantly, and of Indiana Sports Speed Radio. We couldn't do this without them. So do that for us. Back with more. Alec Lasley from thehoosier.com right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether you're visiting Bloomington or a cutter, you need the Wild Club app. The Wild Club app lets you earn while you eat. Get discounts from places like Southern Stone Restaurant, Comfort Food with a Southern Charm. Feast Market and Cellar has a wonderful selection of wines, cheeses, and much more. Cabello Restaurante, located on the square in the former Grazi location, has a menu that leaves you planning your return trip before dessert. BB's Market, Butchers and Bakers, formerly the Wagon Wheel, has the best custom meats in all of Southern Indiana and much more. The courtroom in Bedford is a great place to catch a game or just relax with friends. And there's so much more. Get your My Wow Club app now from your app store. It's free and you earn while you eat. Also, go to MyWowNetwork.com. 
Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the certified Dream Deal sales event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda certified pre-owned Accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and Pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and the fairways are emerald green at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, Bloomington's premier public golf course and dining experience. Book your golf outing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, complete with a menu of food and beverages from Psalms on the Point. Psalms on the Point offers a variety of food and beverage packages for on- and off-site catering for the greater Bloomington area. To book your next tea time or reserve your next dining or catering experience, call 812-824-4040 or visit EaglePoint.com. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington, an exceptional golf and dining experience. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndieHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndieHomePros.com. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let doctors Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. This segment is brought to you by Southern Stone Restaurant. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Hey, 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 welcome back. It is Friday, TGIF, baby. Looking forward to it. Alec Lasley from TheHoosier.com with us right now. Make sure you give him a follow at Al Lasley. Make sure you do the same for me, please, at Jim Coyle ISB on Twitter so you can uh, reach out to us and stay up to date on everything. Uh, Alec, there were the, the um, rivals, uh, TheHoosier.com, of course, part of the Rivals Network, but the Rivals rankings, new rankings came out this week. And some surprises for um, – some of the uh, Indiana targets, we'll talk about that. But uh, let's start at the uh, the top. Uh, Darren Peterson from uh, Canton, Ohio. He's a, a shooting guard. Travis listed him as a five-star, uh, top-tier prospect in the 25 class, uh, great shooter, uh, shot creator. Um, this guy seems to be pretty electrifying 
Uh, I have not seen him play. Have you seen him play? Uh, not in person. Uh, obviously, you know, he, he still is from the Midwest, uh, but plays a lot more uh, kind of some of these these bigger uh, national events that uh, not a lot of the kind of Indiana targets at the time when he was offered, which was uh, he was probably, I would say, one of the first 2025 offers uh, for uh, for the staff. Um, so he's been involved kind of with Indiana for a while, but has not been a lot of traction there again, 20, just 2025. So um, Indiana's putting a lot more work in uh, a few different places for the 2025 class, which I think a lot of at least local Indiana fans are, are more excited about, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Obviously a long time to go. It, it helps uh, being in the Midwest, but uh, you know, there, there's nothing, at the moment to, to point to Indiana being super, super heavily involved with him uh, as, you know, we sit here on August 26th uh, with a couple of years left for the 25th uh, class. Now, Mikel Brown uh, on here, which didn't make sure I didn't jump ahead one, which actually I did. Let me <clears> go back to Bryson Tiller first. Bryson Tiller, um, big six, eight, beefy, uh, small forward, Phenomenal athlete, uh, he calls him uh, the type of athlete. This is the type of guy. This is this is Mike Woodson's guy right here. This is his. This is the Arrington Page. This is the the that wing, that big wing that can shoot, that can score, that can rebound. That that I think Mike Woodson is really looking to build with. Yeah, absolutely. He he's one guy who uh, I think was the the first uh, class of twenty twenty five prospect to. Uh, the youngest prospect to make a move to overtime elite. Um, he still he's maintains college. Seven, by the way, <clears throat> yeah, currently uh, he, he still has college eligibility because uh, overtime elite put in now with NIL, they can use that instead of actually getting physically uh, paid a, a salary, which is uh, what overtime elite has kind of become. Um, so it was an interesting move for that, but he's originally from the, the Georgia area, played for the same AAU program uh, as Ja'Kai Newton. Uh, current Indiana commit. So there, there's connections there. Um, he is someone that wants to visit Indiana. He's been open about that, but uh, recruitment, not, not very uh, down the line uh, to, to this point as, as it is with, with much of the uh, 25 class, but he is someone that um, despite going to overtime late, Indiana is going to remain involved with. And, and I think stay pretty heavily involved with, he is that type of prototypical wing that Mike Woodson wants in his offense. Uh, bigger, stronger, very athletic guy who can play and more importantly, guard a few different positions, um, good shooter and is really working on that ball handling ability. So I, I do think uh, he will end up going to college. He's been very open about wanting to go to college. Um, and Indiana is a school that's going to remain you know, pretty high on his list, list uh, at least throughout the majority of his, uh, of his recruitment. All right. Here's why, uh, where I go South with, uh, with Rob Cassie. I can't wait to get him on here. Um, this kid, this kid has an IU offer, uh, Mikel Brown from, uh, Wichita, Kansas. He is also a, a point guard. And then you've got Jalen Harrelson, um, Mikel Brown ranked number 11, Jalen Harrelson, 26th. Mikel Brown is 5'10", 150. And, uh, Jalen Harrelson is six foot seven, 205 pounds at point guard. Um, there's just I, I I know this kid may be electrifying, but uh, if I'm uh, for a Division one college basketball team, there's there to me there's there, there's no comparison there. You you need 
this is the Big Ten, not the Mac. And there's no way I could see a kid with that size. I've seen Jalen Harrelson being that much better and having that much more ability than than someone like Jalen Harrelson. So that that one's really mystifying to me. Yeah, I you know we were talking about it a little bit in the break. I think I was I was definitely surprised to see Jalen Harrelson at 26. Um, seeing him multiple times in person, seeing a, a few other uh, guys in the, the 2025 class, it, it it was shocking to me to to see him at that spot. Um, I thought he would come in a little bit more kind of in the, the mid-teens um, just due to the the fact that he is a 6'7 point guard um, and he has a uh, a better body than than I think you could say for uh, a large majority of the 2024 class already um, and some guys in the 2023 class. The, the way that he uses his body, his, his physical frame, uh, his athletic ability, um, and his willingness to play on both ends of the floor, I think kind of separates him from a lot of other uh, point guards in the class there there have been some discussions uh is he a point guard is he a shooting guard but uh, i think this summer he definitely showed he is he is a point guard and, and definitely someone who can lead a team uh more importantly uh regardless of kind of what position you want to put him in um i think for Mikel brown it's it's more of a expectation that, that he's going to grow more obviously and and, and he's going to to put on more weight um, and what he's able to do, you know, at his size right now, um, kind of showcases what that potential uh, could be. Obviously, yeah, you have smaller guards all around the country um, who put up monster numbers and, and who proved to be really, really successful at the, you know, power five high major level. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how this 2025 class pans out. Um, I think Jalen Harrelson at the end of the day is going to end up a, a five star prospect in this class. And going to end up uh, definitely uh, inside the top twenty, uh, if not the top fifteen. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how both of their uh, skill sets continue to develop over the next couple of seasons here in high school. But I, I do think uh, one one difference is going to be uh, from Mikel Brown playing on a national powerhouse in uh, Sunrise Christian, where he transferred to. Um, versus Jalen Harrelson playing at Fishers again. No, not to no, not to anything in state. But I think you're gonna you're in the rankings at least. You're going to give the nod to someone who is going to be playing on a national um, national, you know, especially televised uh, league versus someone who's playing uh, in state for uh, a school that does not play a you know a very strong national uh, level type competition uh, on their schedule. So. We'll we'll see how that ends up. I think Jalen Harrelson is going to end up uh, one of the you know one of the best players in the class, and and I think you know he's someone that that I would at least take on my team uh, right now at the college level. Uh, absolutely, and his size is just mind-boggling to me uh, for a point guard. Not that they, we've never seen. I mean, my uh, Magic, of course, six nine. It's not like we've never seen this before. But this, I mean, it's not often you don't see guys with this size. At the point, and, and he's not just tall. This dude is thick. Um, he looks like a, a fullback. Um, and I'm like, oh my god, what, what, what's going to happen when he gets to college? And 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 Cliff, uh, Cliff, get, Coach Cliff gets a hold of him. They're going to back him down a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're talking about a guy that could be a phenomenal. I, I mean, that's that's NBA material right there uh, already. 
um, what Coach Woodson has to be salivating at, at the hopes of getting him. And and I know Indiana is in great position with with uh, with Jalen Harrelson. He's one that they've been in early and often with. Yeah, and you know the biggest biggest thing for him and his development is to continue to get a, a more consistent jump shot. Um, doesn't often seek it out just due to the fact that he can get at the rim um, and get to the rim and, and kind of turn the corner and get downhill very easily. Uh, you know, doesn't matter if he's playing uh, against his age group or playing up, uh, which he did on the, the Nike YBL circuit for Indy Heat, uh, both him and Trent Sicily. Uh, but, you know, he, he does need to continue to work on the jump shot and make it at least a, a consistent and um, an effort where the defense has to at least uh, keep an eye on him out there because uh, up to this point, you know, very, very little uh, shot attempts from beyond the, the three-point line. Not that he needs to be a strong three-point shooter, but needs to be able to continue to develop that that skill set. So once he does, the defense really does not have many options uh, at that point. Uh, uh, some of the others that uh, don't want to miss, Trey McKinney. Well, let's get to Trent Sisley first, another Indiana kid, of course, from Heritage Hill, 6'7". Uh, also listed as a four-star, number 33 on the list. Not surprising. He's a, a great uh, wing out there, a good shooter. Um, probably needs to work on the ability to score off, develop his own get-to-the-rim type of shot, um, But and, and probably that defense on that as well. But he is very, very good. He is going to be another covet player that Indiana – he already is a player that Indiana wants very, very badly. They've been in often and early with him as well. Uh, I expect Trent Sisley and Jalen Harrison are, are a package that Indiana is working on very, very hard. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the biggest step for him moving forward, he showcased this uh, a lot towards the end of the summer, which was really good to see, is that ability to create off of the dribble. He's not going to be your your traditional power forward on the, on the block. He, he's very skilled. Um, very good athlete, which I think is a bit underrated at times when he's out on the floor. Um, but I would love to see him be a little bit more aggressive uh, with the ball and, and hunting his own shot. I think he's going to end up being a lot more perimeter oriented, um, which at his size, his ability, I think it was a uh, shot 41, 42% from three this summer. His ability to maintain, even, even if it's 36, 37% from, from the perimeter, uh, will just continue to open up his game. But I, I would like to to see him uh, develop more of that ability to create off of the dribble um, and play almost as a, a bigger three uh, than, than a stretch four, just due to the fact that he is so skilled. Um, I think having the ball in his hands a little bit more and letting him create a little bit more uh, is kind of that next step for him. And, and I think he can easily do that, um, which, which I think w- would really, really uh, kind of skyrocket you know, his potential um, which is already obviously super high. But I think coming in right around uh, where he's at at 33, top 40 uh, makes sense. Um, I, I don't think, uh, you know, there, there should be any argument with that. Um, and again, a, a lot of these guys, 2025, still a, a long way to go in their development. So, um, you know, it's fun to talk about the rankings, but they, they really don't mean a lot until uh, you get to this time next summer when you have multiple cycles to see how they develop and, and especially uh, play on the, uh, the AAU circuit against top-level competition every single weekend. Uh, do all of these targets have offers from Indiana? <laughs> yep, all, all these in the, the top 40 that, that were listed here all have offers. 
Um, and Indiana's, you know, at least as heavily uh, involved with, with most of them as you can with class of 2025s up to this point. I think Jalen Harrison and Trent Sicily are obviously outliers when it comes to involvement. Um, just due to the the fact that they are going to be wanted by by so many programs, and you would hate to lose either one of those to an out of state school or even to another in state school if you're in Indiana. Um, but for uh, for the other ones, yeah, uh, just just a lot a lot of national recognition for for a lot of these guys that Indiana is involved with. And I think that you're going to see Indiana having more success as the season goes by. Um, I know a lot of people want them having that success now, but. I keep saying they haven't won anything and they, they've got to win first, but they're getting closer and closer as the season goes by. And I think that by the time they hit uh, that 25 class, that's when they'll be in their, their momentum. Uh, Alec, what else, what's up next for you at the uh, Hoosier.com? I know there's a lot of player previews going on right now. Yeah. Player previews, obviously, you know, the, the school year just started. So uh, kids are back on campus after a little bit of a break um with with summer workouts but um a lot of the focus is uh now going to be gearing towards uh the the big upcoming uh junior year official visit in uh, a little bit less than a month from now for liam uh, mcneely uh Derek queen also wants to visit um a lot of other 2024s jared mustoff uh, a lot of guys looking to to set up visits um and even uh, class of 2025 kids who are uh starting to to slowly schedule unofficial visits um when they started in August, uh, at the very beginning, August one, uh, when they could get on campus for uh, actual true unofficial visits. So uh, there's there's going to be now more of a kick up in uh, in scheduled visits where uh, over the last month it's you know at times been a been a little bit stale uh, for getting kids on campus. When's Hoosier Steria? Is it the seventh? Yep, homecoming weekend. That's six weeks. May. That's only six weeks away, man. Yep, it, it's going to come up pretty quickly. That's crazy. Hey, make sure you give Alec Lasley a follow, like I said, on Twitter, at allasley.com, uh, or at allasley, rather. But also go to thehoosier.com uh, and the arrivals to uh, keep up with everything that's going on, as obviously that is where all the information for the recruiting uh, and news for IU basketball and more is. Uh, Alec, thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You as well. Hey, we've got more to come here on Indiana Sports Beat Radio, brought to you by Go Team, a part of the uh, Wild Club. Go Team Bites, you're always on the go, and it's hard to find fresh, tasty food that's convenient to eat on the fly. Go Team Bites were created for go-getters like you. Go Team Bites are full of fresh, healthy ingredients, and each recipe contains high-quality protein powder. And guess what? They taste awesome. High-achieving people like you need a great-tasting source of energy to conquer the day or for your uh, your student-athletes uh, or whomever that may be. You can uh, get those. They are part of the Wild Club as well. So uh, check it out. We've got lots more coming up here on Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Zach Osterman's going to join us later on. We've got the crazy boys, Mitchell Page and Jeffrey the Greek. Back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and the fairways are emerald green at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, Bloomington's premier public golf course and dining experience. 
Book your golf outing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, complete with a menu of food and beverages from Psalms on the Point. Psalms on the Point offers a variety of food and beverage packages for on- and off-site catering for the greater Bloomington area. To book your next tea time or reserve your next dining or catering experience, call 812-824-4040 or visit EaglePoint.com. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington, an exceptional golf and dining experience. Whether you're visiting Bloomington or a cutter, you need the Wild Club app. The Wild Club app lets you earn while you eat. Get discounts from places like Southern Stone Restaurant, Comfort Food with a Southern Charm, Feast Market and Cellar has a wonderful selection of wines, cheeses, and much more. Capello Restaurante, located on the square in the former Grazi location, has a menu that leaves you planning your return trip before dessert. BB's Market, Butchers and Bakers, formerly the Wagon Wheel, has the best custom meats in all of southern Indiana and much more. The courtroom in Bedford is a great place to catch a game or just relax with friends. And there's so much more. Get your My Wow Club app now from your app store. It's free and you earn while you eat. Also, go to MyWowNetwork.com. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda Certified Pre-Owned Accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and Pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by Feast Market and Cellar. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle. Presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Welcome back. It is a Friday, and I hope you're having a good one. We are here at uh, Indiana Sports Beat Radio. As always, of course, we're brought to you by our good friends from Feast Market and Cellar, part of the Wild Club. Make sure you sign up for the Wild Club, but uh, get out to Feast. Uh, they are located right next door to Southern Stone Restaurant on Patterson and Rogers, offering an extensive wine selection with a sommelier on staff as they take their pairings seriously. Feast also provides a mouth-watering and wide variety of cheeses, gourmet sandwiches, entrees, a coffee bar, bread, and pastries. Bye-bye. You will absolutely love it. I'm joined now by Zachary Osterman from the Indy Star. He's dealing with the sick kid today, so uh, we may have an extra guest, and that's quite all right because we're family-friendly, uh, especially for sick kids. How's uh, Which one is it uh, that's sick today? Uh, Jackson. Jackson. Shh. 
Dave's on call. Just for a minute. Jackson's sick. He's got a little fever, yeah. Yeah, we uh, hate for that. It's uh, never fun for kids to be sick. But we're in week zero, Zach. I mean, college football is here. Um, it's there's not a the thing for you fans to watch. Of course, is watching Illinois as they'll be taking on Wyoming. So I, I don't know that we're gonna see a whole lot, depending on how much Wyoming uh, puts up a fight, but there'll at least be something for IU fans to watch and some football for people to watch in general. Yeah. And I, I mean, I imagine IU fans in particular will watch with interest, at least some interest that, that Illinois Wyoming game. I mean, week zero is a concept has always sort of confused me. Um, you know, I, I know that they've always used it, for example, to play that game in Ireland it's not clear to me why Nebraska doesn't get a week off after that game, but North, Northwestern does. Um, I thought part of the point of putting that game in week zero was that if you're going to move your team's five, six time zones and play a game overseas, you give them the week off the week after to just basically like recover from the travel and reset their sleep cycles and all that. But one way or the other, um, you know, I mean, it, it is kind of just sort of the, the wetting of the appetite for next weekend, which is, is, again, why is it week zero and then week one? I don't know. Um, but you look at the schedule for Labor Day weekend, and obviously there are some really tantalizing games. Oregon, Georgia, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, of course, Indiana will kick off on the Friday night, which I think will be fun. You know, kind of just a different atmosphere for IU fans. Um, but one way or another, it's, it, it's just, you know, listen, it's, it's what we say every year. It's nice to have college football back on TV. Absolutely. And, you know, other than Indiana and Indiana fans have always felt they kind of get screwed by the big 10 and they have from here and there, but Nebraska fans could sure have an argument there as well. They, they, they get no, no love from the scheduling. I mean, Scott Frost has made a point of that before, but they, they get it, they get it kind of handed to them too as well. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm pulling up their schedule. I, I'm assuming that this happened in part because Nebraska was supposed to play Illinois in this game last year, and it, it got put off because COVID was still sort of more of a concern. Um, and Nebraska stayed in the game. I'm not sure exactly why Illinois got out of the game. Obviously, they've got Wyoming. Um, but one way or another, I, I know that there was some – there was a, a real sort of like effort made on Northwestern's part to say, we're going to agree to be in this game. If we can be guaranteed, we have the next week off. If we can make it make, you know, make it work, make it make sense that we have the next week off. Um, and, it, you know, Northwestern schedule post Dublin all the way up until October is non-conference game. So to some extent they would have had control of that themselves, but, I don't know if they had to move games around or something or ask an opponent to defer a, a date um, to, to, you know, years down in the cycle or what, but it, it is, I mean, like I said, typically in my experience, the reason that you do this, the reason that you have this week zero sort of game, the way you do is so that the, the teams that play in it when possible, don't have something on the backside they get the week off to recover from all the travel from the fact that their sleep cycles have been, you know, their, their sleep schedules have been kind of totally interrupted. Um, I mean, I think Nebraska is going to be getting home at something like, like 6 a.m. Sunday morning Lincoln time. 
and then they're going to turn around and get ready. And obviously, I mean, listen, you know, um, Nebraska plays North Dakota on September 3rd. That's a game that you need to be winning if you're Nebraska, no matter what, but um, it's still just the principle of it. Um, and, and sort of if, if we're going to continue doing this and, and sort of exporting the occasional college football game, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, um, you know, as, as somebody who spends a lot of time, you know, sort of observing English, British, Irish sort of sporting behavior, there is an intense interest in, in American football in England and Ireland. Um, I don't think it's there's anything wrong with exporting the game that way, but I think we just need to be fair to the teams involved and, you know, asking Nebraska to get home basically at sunrise Sunday and then get ready for a 3.30 Saturday, or I guess a local 2.30 Saturday feels like a lot. Zach, while Jim is having trouble or is trying to get back onto the stream, I'll, I'll can go ahead and continue this. So continuing with Nebraska, do you think this pressure on Scott Frost and the program in general, do you think if, if they end up losing this game to the Northwestern in this situation, obviously that's going to mount a whole lot of extra pressure considering the circumstances that they're dealing with this year. How hard is it going to be for them after what you've already discussed to kind of get back into, you know, a normal cycle of things and then already dealing with an early loss to somebody like that in the conference? Nebraska is really one of the more interesting teams in the conference to me. And I know a lot of people like to poke fun at the whole sort of, you know, Nebraska, this, 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 this thread that Nebraska has just kind of played on all all off season about how I think they lost basically every one of their games last year by, uh, by a single score, you know, by a touchdown or less. And everybody says, yeah, but you went three and nine. And I understand that to a point and Nebraska has lost a decent amount and had to replace some stuff through transfers this off season. But there's sort of this old maxim in soccer that if you win a bunch of games by one goal, that that's not sustainable. And eventually you'll stop winning those games. You'll start drawing them because you're only winning by the one goal. Um, you know, that that it ignores the possibility that maybe instead of winning by one goal, you start winning by two goals or three goals. Maybe the the, the margin that you're dancing on is actually you being you you underperforming essentially relative to to what you should be doing rather than overperforming. And I think that's kind of the question we have about Nebraska. And you know, if you look at their schedule, it's it's not hugely dissimilar to to Indiana in the sense that they, they open with Northwestern. And obviously, as we discussed, that is a sort of a, a, a different environment um, because it's, it's, you know, it's in Europe, <laughs> uh, it's in Ireland, but then you've got North Dakota and Georgia Southern uh, and Oklahoma all at home. In fact, you've got basically the next four weeks, North Dakota, Georgia Southern, Oklahoma, and Indiana all at home. Then you go to Rutgers, you play Purdue on the road, you know, Purdue right now might be the favorite in the West. They're certainly kind of in that mix, but it does feel a little bit like they've lost enough between George Karloftis and, and David Bell that we're not quite sure what they are. Then you've got Illinois at home on October 29th. Your last four are Minnesota at home, Michigan on the road, Wisconsin at home, Iowa on the road. My point is not unlike Indiana where we're looking at the first seven, maybe eight weeks and saying, if you're going to, if this is going to be a good season, if this is going to be a successful season, you've really got to make hay while the sun shines in September and maybe early mid October, Nebraska's in a very similar position. You know, obviously that Oklahoma game kind of looms in a way, but it's at home. Oklahoma's going to have some question marks. I don't think we can be absolutely sure of what they are under Brent Venables in his first season. 
if you can start three and zero, and it's reasonable for Nebraska to aim for that, then maybe you can jump Oklahoma on September seventeenth. And even if you can't, you've then got Indiana at home and Rutgers on the road. There's a roadmap to five and one, maybe even six and zero if you're Nebraska. And then suddenly the conversation around Scott Frost changes, and and you know he is allowed to look back at last season and say, see, that was proof that we were beginning to find our way. And we just kind of had all the margins go against us. On the other hand, you lose to Northwestern, you lose to Oklahoma. You know, let's say Indiana is better than than expected and sneaks up and beats you on October 1st. Then you're two and three. And it starts to really look like maybe the the the, the road back is is, you know, nigh on impossible for Frost. And so I think the. You know, it's it's just kind of like I said, Nebraska's in a similar situation to Indiana, where I think that if it's going to be the kind of season they want it to be, and quite possibly the kind of season Scott Frost needs it to be, then by October seventh, when they play Rutgers, they probably need to, you know, by the end of that game, they probably need to have at least five wins, maybe four. Yeah. You know, you could maybe get away with that, but I'm not sure six and six you know, by itself is enough to save Frost this year. And those last four games of the season all look very difficult, at least on paper right now. Nebraska's sort of similar to Indiana in that regard. Yeah, and he's not doing himself any favors by saying silly things in his press conferences, like how many vomits per practice that some of his players are. Yeah, that I mean, that stuff like that is just, it's very antiquated thinking. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that, give me one second, buddy. Um, I'm guessing that that was probably, um, you know, it, it probably sort of tongue in cheek or, or maybe him thinking it, it sounded better to, to exaggerate those numbers. Um, but you know, that, that, that kind of stuff is just not going to endear you to anybody in the, yeah. the modern context. And, and it just, it's, it's not necessary. It's not even just sort of, you know, it's not even the sort of like, well, are players being coddled too much or, you know, anything like that. I mean, it's even more fundamentally than that. It is the kind of work smarter, not harder. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, that we've, and you've seen like, for example, Indiana embraced this under David Ballou and Matt Ray and, and then Aaron Wellman. And it's not like it works all the time, but this broader idea that, you know, the, the way for a program to use the way they train and condition their players to maybe get an, an edge, a leg up is, is not just to be more intense and make things harder. Um, It's to try and be smarter and find out that, you know, find ways that basically maybe you're doing less work, but the work you're doing is much more beneficial and it's, it's getting guys in better shape. It's protecting them more from injury, all those different kinds of things. That's, that's the future here is basically just using science. And when you start bragging about, you know, oh, well, we just, we make them puke a lot. Not only is that obviously unappealing to recruits and things like that, but it's also just sort of like, it makes you sound kind of like a dinosaur, frankly. Jim, you're back with us. Yeah. Right in time to talk about some puking. So uh, just perfect timing. Uh <laughs> That was odd. I don't know what happened there. But oh, so we were talking about we were talking. I, I had mentioned we, he was going on about Scott Frost, and last week Scott Frost in one of his press conferences mentioned that there were about fifteen to twenty vomits per practice, and talking about why do you say something like that to the media? That's that's just the gist of what that was about. 
uh, yeah, he's he's never been great with the media. Um, he's he's concerned about his team, and he has great reason to be concerned. They, they, he's got to win this year. He's got a lot of pressure on him. They had a a rough season last year where they had were they three and nine and had every other every game that they lost was I think one seven games game. they lost by one possession. But more importantly, um, Indiana. I mean, if I, I don't want to get fall into that trap of getting excited for Indiana football because that's, you know, what happens, but they beat Illinois. They go three and oh, they go to a weekend Cincinnati team. Who knows what happens? Who's going to be the starter. That's the big question. Uh, I've always thought it was going to be Connor Basilak, but uh, you know, Jack Tuttle has been here and he is fighting and has been a leader. Zach, I think that that probably will bode into that decision he, he we've seen him show leadership capabilities with the you know right after last season him going into tom's office with the 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 presentation and all that um so that probably will play into whomever is the uh the heir apparent no that's fair i mean you know i think at a fundamental level and and you know it's important to remember basilac's been around since january so it's it's not like he hasn't had time to build you know, a lot of that, that relationship that he needs as well. But I, I do think um, you need your quarterback. You know, you, you need those intangibles from your quarterback. You, you need a quarterback that you can trust to, to be able to organize and to lead and to inspire and to motivate. Um, you know, it's, it's clear Tuttle has the respect of his teammates. It's clear that he's confident in, you know, in, in filling that role and being that player, maybe even though it's not, you know, it's not like he's ever been kind of QB one, outright before and i'm not i'm not picking on him to be clear but you know sometimes a guy needs to be sort of the named starter for a period of time before they're willing to even even a quarterback sometimes before they're willing to get up and and really like stand and deliver sort of like a a message or a a, you know a, a real sort of call to call to action to teammates you know tuttles tuttles never seemed to have a problem being a guy that that spoke up and and you know um, you know, ask teammates to lead him or to, excuse me, to follow him, I should say. And I think that is a, a commendable quality. But again, Jackson, just a minute, please. Um, sorry about that. But I think that, I think that at the same time, I mean, it's also worth remembering Basilak has been starting quarterback in the SEC. It's not like he's unfamiliar with those qualities as well. And it's not like he hasn't had the time to build those relationships in Bloomington. So, you would imagine that that either one of them could bring that to the table, and it just might be a question if if that is a factor that weighs heavily in, and it might be. It's just a question, of maybe who's doing it better. What's up next for you, Zach? Uh, I'm just trying to knock out this fever more than anything else. That's <laughs> I was gonna say, taking care of the kiddos. Well, brother, good luck with that, Jackson. We hope you get feeling better, man. And uh, Zach, we cannot thank you enough as always as well. Uh, look forward to doing it again and seeing you soon. As I'm sure I'll probably see you Monday, but uh, looking forward to it, man. Do you want to say anything before we sign off? Uh, I hope you feel better, Jackson. Thank you. I, I, I think I will. Okay. But, um, have I seen him? No. That's All a right. Good positive thought. He's got a positive attitude at least. 
Have a great week, Zach. We appreciate you, buddy. Zach Osterman from the Indy Star. Make sure you give him a follow and be a subscriber. I am Keep Local Papers Alive. Uh, we've got plenty, plenty, plenty more coming up on this fantastic Friday as Mitchell Page and uh, Jeffrey the Greek will join us a little later. Looking forward to that. We've got to take a break now, of course, brought to you by our good friends from Feast Market and Cellar, located next door to Southern Stone at Patterson and Rogers, offering an extensive wine selection with a sommelier on staff as they take their pairing seriously, as well as gourmet uh, offerings of many other kinds as well. Uh, they are a part of the WOW Club, so make sure you go to your Apple App Store or Google Play Store and sign up today. Start earning WOW rewards now. Back with more Indiana Sports Beat Radio right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Moore Honda of Bloomington. Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda Certified Pre-Owned Accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and Pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMoreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. Whether you're visiting Bloomington or a cutter, you need the Wow Club app. The Wow Club app lets you earn while you eat. Get discounts from places like Southern Stone Restaurant, comfort food with a southern charm. Feast Market and Cellar has a wonderful selection of wines, cheeses, and much more. Capello Restaurante, located on the square in the former Grazi location, has a menu that leaves you planning your return trip before dessert. BB's Market, Butchers and Bakers, formerly the Wagon Wheel, has the best custom meats in all of southern Indiana and much more. The courtroom in Bedford is a great place to catch a game or just relax with friends. And there's so much more. Get your My Wow Club app now from your app store. It's free and you earn while you eat. Also, go to MyWowNetwork.com. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. The Hoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to the Hoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and the fairways are emerald green at the Golf Club in Eagle Point, Bloomington's premier public golf course and dining experience. Book your golf outing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, complete with a menu of food and beverages from Psalms on the Point. Psalms on the Point offers a variety of food and beverage packages for on- and off-site catering for the greater Bloomington area. To book your next tea time or reserve your next dining or catering experience, call 812-824-4040 or visit EaglePoint.com. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington, an exceptional golf and dining experience. Considering an online pharmacy? Explore BeSafeRx to find useful information and resources to help you purchase medicines safely online. A safe online pharmacy requires a doctor's prescription, has an address in the United States, has a licensed pharmacist, and is licensed by a state pharmacy board. It's best to stay away from online pharmacies that don't meet these criteria. Discover more helpful tips and resources at BeSafeRx. Go to FDA.gov slash BeSafeRx.
If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from REMAX Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. This segment is brought to you by Remax Advanced Realty, Indie Home Pros team by Cheryl Sizemore. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Coming to you on this Friday. Hope you're having a good one. Michael, hit us up on the Andy Moore Honda Hotline. Larry, down in Georgia. Tim, Jason, Tannis, Five Lefts, Dwayne, Robert, Dave G, Ross, Renata, there's Steve, Bill. Um, appreciate you guys. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I saw Dave G. I saw that he asked about the fight yesterday between Cincinnati and uh, LA and and football. Man, I, I didn't even look at. I, I saw that it happened. That the practice ended because of it. I was like, I just shrugged my shoulders. And said, oh, who cares? That, that that stuff happens all the time in NFL practice. Hell, it happens. It happens in NFL practices with your own teams. So you hear about that all the time. It's it's spring. It's a high-tension atmosphere. Guys are fighting for their jobs. Guys are fighting for their livelihoods. And this is not a $15 an hour job. That's why the tensions are so high. It's, I mean, those guys see this as life and death. So to speak. Um, the Buffalo Bills... Punt God appears. Oh, yeah. May wish they didn't cut uh, Hack, who is now a Colt. Yeah, I saw that. He uh, is a former member of, was it Arizona State? I think. I can't remember for sure, so I don't want to throw them under the bus. But three player, former players accused of rape in 2021, and I believe his name was on that list. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Indiana soccer. Men's soccer opening up their 50th season tonight on the road at the defending national champion and number one ranked Clemson Tigers. That's not a tough way to start your season, but that's what Indiana soccer does. That's why they are who they are. Uh, we were talking about Nebraska earlier. Steve P says Nebraska has been down for about five years, but they are still a blue blood, 908 wins versus 409 losses and 40 all time two national championships. Thinks they'll be good this year. I agree with you. They are a blue blood. Um, but like Indiana in basketball, who is also a blue blood, it's time to come back. You, you, there, there be, there will be a time where, if there's no resurgence, you used to be a blue blood. Uh, Indiana basketball is a lot closer to being back to that 
than Nebraska football. I, but I don't know. I talk. I, I mentioned a minute ago, Nebraska was three and nine last year with eight games decided by a single possession. We'll talk about more of this later with the guys, but could they have gone nine and three instead? Um, that that's Indiana has to go to Nebraska. Indiana's got a tough stretch. I mean, let's say they win this first game against Illinois and they're three and zero. Well, now you got to go to Cincinnati. Do you know who you follow that up with? A game at Nebraska. So, Indiana fans, I, I would pay attention to not only the Illinois game this weekend, but the Nebraska Northwestern game. It that could be an interesting game, really. Uh, looking forward to it, Bill. We appreciate you. Um, uh, not exactly. I'm probably talking about uh, Zach's kids, but hey, man, we're we're all good. We always have uh, when Jordan's on with us. Was on with us from Germany. We have his kids on all the time. Uh, Ross says why while why he's not a soccer fan. IU women's soccer three straight games ending zero zero. Too much excitement for me. Well, the score is not the excitement. It's I, I will. I understand that mindset. I, I'm not uh, dissing you in any way, Ross. I, I get it because I, I was kind of the same way for a long time. Uh, my daughter played soccer, as I've said many times on here, and I remember taking her to a, uh, a professional level game uh, similar to the Indy 11 down in Louisville, and that instantly changed my from a sports perspective my opinion on that I, I saw firsthand up close what it was like knowing the rules is a big part of it but as long as there's no flopping going on that that drives me god awfully insane um let's see tim says there's seven iu football players named to watch so yeah we'll see how that turns out travis joins us caleb nost Oh, it's also a Super Bowl rematch. There you go. Um, Bill says, yeah, you have no idea how much I appreciate this show and the insight it provides. Well, Bill, you have no idea how much we appreciate you, brother. Uh, appreciate you immensely. Gino jumping on with us out in Gilbert, Arizona, as he always does. He's ready for those Vegas tickets to go on sale Saturday. That's glad you brought that up, Gino. Hey, man, I hope you... Try to hit. I'm a, I'm going out Wednesday. By the way, my uh, ticket is purchased. I've probably been screwing around with that for three weeks, trying to get that done. Uh, finally done. I don't have to worry about that now. Um, but I'm going out Wednesday because the national finals rodeo is going on at the same time in Las Vegas at the Thomas and Mac. And I used to be out there every year working in the media department during the national finals rodeo. That's why this game's not being played at Thomas and Mac. Cause I think uh, UNLV's on the undercard or the overcard, whatever the hell they were going to call it. Um, but yeah, the uh, national finals rodeo is going on over the Thomas and Mac. So I'm going to head out there on a Wednesday and Thursday. Well, maybe not Wednesday. It depends on when I get in, but Thursday and Friday for sure. Um, may be able to make it over for Saturday night because I think this game's in the afternoon, right? Um, 
well, there's some international sports news, Tim. Iran allows women to attend Tehran soccer game. So there you go. Wyatt hitting us up as well. Paul Goldschmidt now leading the National League in batting average and RBIs. He's one home run shy of the leader, who is Kyle Schwarber. He's on the triple crown watch, but I got to tell you, I won't be pulling for him, man. I'll be pulling for Schwarbs to get that. That's a great title to have. Um, I mean, that's a home run, home run leader for a season in the major leagues. Hell yeah. I mean, that's, that's something. Speaking of which, of a which, as uh, we head down, the season winding down, where are we? Uh, the Reds have been just sucking it up. I, I've seen that they've lost, been losing to the Phillies. Um, but where are, are any races getting tight? Uh, let's see, down in the National League Central. No, man. You talk about a fade job, man. The Brewers. Holy crap. They are just jumped into the sewer. Six games back of the Cardinals. Now, they were leading this division for most of the year. Cardinals won eight of their last 10 games. The Dodgers just running away from the Padres, though. But the Padres are still going to make the playoffs. The Padres are 19 and a half games out of first place behind the Dodgers in the National League West. But they've got 68 wins. That is three more than the Brewers. And... Ooh, they're going to squeak in because the National League East is incredibly tight or good. The Mets, of course, uh, on top of the Braves by two games with 80 wins. Uh, the Braves have won 78 games. The Phillies have won 70 games, the last couple over the Reds. But they're they're standing to uh, make the playoffs. Those see the, the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies. And right now, it's the uh, the Padres over the Brewers. Couple looks like a, like a three game lead over. The, so the Brewers, they're just not. They're just gonna, golly, that division just stinks. It stinks to high heaven. Uh, up in the uh, at the top, of course, the Yankees. They five and five out of their last ten games. Tampa Bay making a run, man. They've won eight out of their last 10. They're now seven and a half games back of the Yankees. Will they catch them? Yeah. I mean, the Yankees would have to just continue to slide. I, I don't know that I see that happening. There's no way the Yankees don't make the playoffs regardless. But speaking of playoffs in the American League, Tampa Bay is going to make it either way. But will Toronto, out of that same division, they've got 68 wins. Uh, tied with the Mariners. So Tampa Bay is going to go for sure as a wild card. I, I would say Toronto is going to make it as a wild card. They've got 68 wins, which ties in with Seattle, which would be the third playoff spot. But how about this? If Baltimore could go on a run, they are fourth next to last in the American League East. But they're 65 and 59. They're only 11 and a half games out of the Yankees. They could theoretically, there could theoretically be four teams in the American League East make the playoffs. We got to take a break because we've got Freaky Friday coming up. 
Brought to you by we're brought to you by our good friends from Barbara Pop Real Estate Services down in Southern Indiana, Louisville, Floyd, Clark, Harrison counties. Looking for a home down there? They've served that area for three decades. They know it inside and out, and they can get you in the home that you want to be in. Reach out to Matt Lincoln, Matt at barbarapop.com. We're back with Freaky Friday, Jeffrey the Greek, Mitchell Page, myself, and more here on Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Whether you're visiting Bloomington or a cutter, you need the Wild Club app. The Wild Club app lets you earn while you eat. Get discounts from places like Southern Stone Restaurant, comfort food with a Southern charm. Feast Market and Cellar has a wonderful selection of wines, cheeses, and much more. Cabello Restaurante, located on the square in the former Grazi location, has a menu that leaves you planning your return trip before dessert. BB's Market, Butchers and Bakers, formerly the Wagon Wheel, has the best custom meats in all of Southern Indiana and much more. The courtroom in Bedford is a great place to catch a game or just relax with friends. And there's so much more. Get your My Wild Club app now from your app store. It's free and you earn while you eat. Also, go to MyWildNetwork.com. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and the fairways are emerald green at the Golf Club in Eagle Point, Bloomington's premier public golf course and dining experience. Book your golf outing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, complete with a menu of food and beverages from Psalms on the Point. Psalms on the Point offers a variety of food and beverage packages for on- and off-site catering for the greater Bloomington area. To book your next tea time or reserve your next dining or catering experience, call 812-824-4040 or visit EaglePoint.com. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington, an exceptional golf and dining experience. Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda Certified Pre-Owned Accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and Pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMooreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. This segment is brought to you by Courtroom Sports Grill in Bedford. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio coming to you on this Friday. TGIF. 
time for a little Freaky Friday, baby. My man, Mitch Mitchell Page, joining us, as is Jeffrey the Greek. What's up? Eyes on Big podcast with uh, his man, Big Kurt. Yeah. How's it going, boys? Oh, if, awesome. I were, if I were any happier, I'd be twins. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? Are you, uh, what? What's up with you, man? How's your week been? I know uh, this has been a big week. We're, we're back to college football. I'm sure you've talked about it all show, but I'm going to renew the enthusiasm. I was telling Jeffrey off air that his tweets with the little footballs around it, even though they're maybe a little bit funky when you click on them, have just totally just ignited some excitement for college football. And I can't wait to watch Nebraska and Northwestern. I mean, yeah. I was like just talking crazy. about that game in the last at the end of the last break. Uh, I haven't thought a lot about it because I haven't had time, and but now it's it's here. I'm like, I'm I'm really looking forward to watching that game. I mean, I need to watch Illinois, but I'm looking forward to watching the Northwestern Nebraska game for one because of the coolness of the fact it's going to be in Ireland, right? James Patrick Coyle here. Um, <laughs> But I, oh, did you see uh, Northwestern's helmet decals? Amazing. No. Absolutely. Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely I, I re- it was good. your tweet, Jeffrey, that I retweeted or whatever. He called it, as the kids call it, fire. Is that right? <laughs> that's right. That's what. That's when you know you're, you're crossing into coolness. Northwestern, you know, they just had that uh, unique fonted in on their helmets. Well, the left side is green, the middle is white, and the right side is orange, the oh. color of the Irish flag, man. It was like. Boom. Oh, well, Nebraska could do the same thing. Yeah, I don't. I think Nebraska. I, I don't know what Nebraska is doing. One update I have is that uh, both teams will be wearing their home uniforms. So full purple, full red. All right, that's kind of interesting. Yep. Purple yep. and red in a country that is green, white, and orange. Well, what I said on the pod is I think the purple and red. Uh, contrast each other well. So I, I've, I, but that's been typically when it's a purple home uniform and just the red pants. Um, it's but probably we'll for red. Uh, it's probably for the fans. I bet. Yeah. Over yeah. in Ireland, especially that. It, it's going to be interesting to see the turnout. Yeah, th- uh, a Nebraska fan, of course, uh, DM'd me a video of of you know whatever the a local tv station or whoever i don't know who the production that was putting it on but somebody from lincoln or omaha whatever and they're just walking around the streets of dublin and you know people are drinking and partying i think that's um, that's from uh w wbir w beer yeah okay um but you know like they're firing up they're firing up the locals you know and they're saying oh i'm gonna go to the game now i think you know casey Thompson's the, the american football game is yeah. about it <laughs> it's. I mean, it's awesome. I hope. I mean, you would think. I may just take my shillelagh and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know about you guys, but like, and I think you, Jim's already kind of said it, but you know, it's. I love it. You know, as an Iowa fan, you guys are. You know, Hoosier fans by and large. The fact that you get Big Ten football, but it's not our squads playing. Like, I have almost as as much excitement as I would have you know, going into watching an, an Iowa game, but you have a little bit of the stress removed. I, I absolutely love week zero. Yeah. It's so interesting. I, okay, if this why game should there ever be a week zero, 
Why what? Can't, just start week one, damn it. Jim, Jim, come on. One. Oh, you're, 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 you're tinkling on our parade here, man. But, I, I, not have, but why can't it, I, I just have to ask, you know why what? can it not be week one? Why can't there be a week, a week negative one, baby? Let's well, just have that, one. That, that, have we one have to go year. next if they play before this. <laughs> if, there's, if there was ever to be a, uh, another member, they used to have the Chick-fil-A college football kickoff thing or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. if they did that before, that would have to be in week negative one. I played in a kickoff classic in Arrowhead Stadium. It was like 175 degrees on the field that day. Um, I love that. Did you pass uh, out? I didn't play enough to pass out. See, that was the true genius of me, you know? That's um, a, I think that's sneaky underrated. I did that for my first three years as well. Uh, you never really get tired at the games. You get to go to all these cool places. <laughs> it was. I say it was more strategy than uh, just not being good enough. I, I think I just didn't want to get too tired. Right. I had a free, I had a free scholarship to have the best seats in the house, man. I mean, he's not going to take that deal up. Um, can we talk about the Northwestern uh, Nebraska game? Just, just a, just a tick. Is that good? Why, why, why would we not? Yeah. I'm, I can't, I can't be, I can't be talked out of the under. I love the under 50.5. Um, I think, I think both teams are going to try to establish the run. I think I think both teams are going Wait to be the under is 50.5 between yep. Nebraska and Northwestern. Those Correct. those those powerhouses of offense. I know this well, I, isn't I, I, a gambling I, podcast, but it feels like that's a trap. That is just so high that it's so obvious to take the under game, man. I mean, I mean how 50, much score in the first game. For college football, fifty is is kind of a low over under. Um, well, that's but, normal, but this is Northwestern and Nebraska number one. It's a first game number two. Yep. They've all the reasons why I mean, all the reasons why I like the under. I mean, I don't know how sloppy the field will be, but I just picture a, you know, the players I, are. I just off. can't imagine both teams being successful offensively. You like that's that's right. a lot of. That's six touchdowns, you know, between those two teams. And I, I think that's I think that's what Mitchell's alluding to is is it seems too damn obvious. Um, yeah. but I just I just will not be talked out of it. Yeah. Um I think there's a chance that Nebraska blows out Northwestern, but even if that's the case, they got to turn around and play a game next week. I think Frost starts you know, running the ball and taking starters out. So to me, that's like a 35 to 10 or 13 game. That's still an under. I mean, the only way I, I think this goes over is if it's just a classic, you know, like 27 to 24. Wait a minute. You know? you just even then, the that's barely, even then, that's barely over. Western and Nebraska. You just used the word classic referencing a game <sighs> regarding Nebraska and Northwestern. Jim, I, I'm not even sure if you're a college football fan anymore. That's what I'm starting to kind of wonder. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you want to slander the Big Ten West teams when I'm not here, oh, I couldn't care less. Just, but like, dude, this is college the Big football. Ten West. This is college football. Let's go, man. That's not. why I'm on this segment. I want to talk college football. People, it is, are, on, I have, it is on at 12:30 on Fox, man. Yep. Um, what time? I have is, never. I have never not bad over there. So that means it's probably six at night over there. So that's not bad. Yep. I have never experienced as much pent up demand and excitement from college football fans than they have right now. Like, oh, what, now why the, is that? I would have thought that would have been last year, the first year we, out of COVID. 
it was still weird last year. They were forcing things on players. Like nobody knew what was like, everybody was still weirded out. It's all, all that BS is behind us. Now everybody knows everybody's playing a 12 game schedule. It is full go. We haven't experienced this since 2019. And like anybody, you know, like I explained to my six-year-old, sometimes you don't understand how good something is until you have it taken away. We've all gone through that the past two years. It is full goal right now. Week zero is awesome. We got three Big Ten teams playing. We got, you could stay, you can watch football from 11 a.m. to 1 o'clock a.m. or noon. I, just, I just wrote down, which I'm on real people time, but that's noon to 2 a.m. in the <laughs> rest of the world. But I, sure. I just wrote that down. You can watch college football, get up, make yourself a little brunch kick back and you could stay there and just order Uber eats until two in the morning. So as, as the saying goes, you can't say you drank all day unless you start in the morning. You guys can't say you watch college football all day unless you start in the morning. So that's the advantage that us central time zoners have over you guys. Well, I, I will tell you, I will not be watching football all day because fortunately I, I am playing in the uh, Peggy Sherrill Memorial golf outing on Saturday down in, uh wow. knobs at valley view golf course i would rather i would rather eat a golf ball than go <laughs> golfing and miss college football on saturday well this is a great <laughs> event that i'm looking forward fired to but... up right now we need to feed off of his energy jim thank I you pretty good. you're trying to bring us down a little bit jim ah, i'm talking about an event bring, i'm going to bring a us charity up. event a charity event i just I had to sneak that in there that i'll talk about that again later all right here are the all right besides the obvious you've got, we've got Illinois and Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, all right. First of all, there's not, I don't think we can say what to expect from the Northwestern Nebraska game. I think Nebraska has to win that yeah. game. I guess they don't have to win it convincingly, but they have to win that game or Scott Frost is it's the same with Indiana. Indiana has to win the Illinois game. They're, they're the you guys, same to me. You guys uh, remember Michael Flatley, the Lord of the dance. I don't, you know, you guys don't remember the Irish dancing where like their legs move like crazy and their upper body. I know what that is, yeah. That's, that's the dance Scott Frost would have to do for Trev Alberts to keep his job. If he doesn't win this game, <laughs> that, 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 was an, that was an Irish joke. That's an Irish dancing joke. I, I, I guess, guess it was a little too nuanced. A little bit, it just took me a little while. A little to too nuanced. I'll, uh, I'll bring her down here on a Friday. <laughs> I came ready to go today, man. I don't know about you guys. All right, so there's not a lot of big games this weekend, but there's there's games. So, so we've got – I'm surprised that they haven't put a bigger game, actually a big game on this day. If you're going to have it, why not at least have a, you know, a primetime big-time game? We've got Western. Northwestern and, and Nebraska are both Power 5 teams in the Big Ten, Jim. Well, are you aware of that? Do you, are you aware this is this is Power Five football? Like this will this is a conference game that's being played. This uh, is a big game. Ask any Nebraska fan if this is a big game. This is a huge game to them and Northwestern as well. Heck, Illinois well, Wyoming's a big game. I think of Nebraska fans, and every time I think of Nebraska, I'm like, yeah, well, we could, but maybe we can't because have you ever seen the uh, T-Mobile commercials? They have the map up, their 5G right. coverage. Right. It's got the entire United States covered except for one big old square right in the middle of the United States. It's <laughs> white as can be. 
that would be Nebraska. <laughs> no, so it's kind of hard mostly to communicate West, there. Mostly Western Nebraska, but that's funny. No, it's a whole damn state. It's crazy other than uh, Omaha. Yeah. Um, all right, Northwestern Nebraska. Who, who are you picking? I, I, I'm taking Nebraska. They have to win that game. And Scott Frost, his butt is on the line. I think that they were better than they looked last year. But whatever reason, they could not win. But uh, I still think they win this game. I got Nebraska. I got Nebraska 27 to 16 because whenever Northwestern's involved, it's got to be somewhat of a goofy score like that. Um, so I got Nebraska. To, I think I think you'll know that Nebraska is the better team simply because I'm just I don't see Northwestern having the options on the outside for their passing attack to be able to touch up Nebraska too much. Uh, Nebraska's weakness in my mind is in the secondary. I, I don't, I don't, and I don't think, you know, Northwestern can take advantage. I think it's a bad matchup for Northwestern. Uh, but I also think Nebraska is going to be figuring some stuff out at offense, like Jim kind of talked about. So, you know, it, it won't be the most aesthetically pleasing game, but in the end, I think everybody will know Nebraska is the better team. Yeah, I think this is like a, a perfect – Jim's like, why don't they have a quote-unquote big game? This is the perfect game to ease us in, relatively ease us into college football. They're going to be physical. You talked about establishing the run, especially a team like Nebraska that felt like they had a lot more wins in the tank last year that just didn't happen. Uh, they're going to try to assert some sort of physical dominance, and Northwestern always – always plays physical they don't always have the best teams but uh they were always one of the most physical teams that we would play and kind of sneaky that way so you're going to see some people just banging man i just can't uh i, I can't wait go. to watch those guys banging you want to come over to the downstairs athletic club tomorrow and watch with kurt and i you're invited man see that's the <laughs> excitement that's the excitement hey, we need they're gonna be banging. and it just is it's it's the kind of game that the big 10 you get to broadcast the Big Ten on national TV in front of national audience to kind of establish that this is the kind of league we're going to be. And they're bottom teams, I suppose, just like Indiana was last year. So I, I feel the excitement for that fan base. And, man, what uh, what pressure the, you alluded to on Scott Frost. He's He needs something to happen. And that, I, I yep. totally agree. Uh, Nebraska – I think the spread is what thirteen. It is exactly uh, eleven and a half at the 11 moment. And a half. Eleven, 11 and, and a half. Okay. I, I take Nebraska. Um, oh yeah, against the spread and just hope for hope for some points, but I expect it to be like seventeen. See to now, Jeffrey has a score of twenty-seven to sixteen. That's 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 when that's beating the spread by half a point. I, that is that is my little clue that I do not like that spread one way or the other. But I tell you what, if you if you force it down my throat, honestly, well, I'm picking. I, I should say 28 to 16, then I guess because that would be picking by a half point. But I I would stay away. But I wouldn't fight anybody for taking Nebraska, Wyoming, yeah. and Illinois. Uh, Illinois, a 13 point favorite at home. Interesting. Yep. They're not giving them the two touchdowns. That started out as low as nine and a half. <laughs> some spots wow. so i think people started actually looking into wyoming uh craig bull is a great coach um but they they have had a mass exodus of talent of which i've barely ever seen before out of wyoming i mean we're talking like three of their starting defensive backs their top two wide receivers their quarterback like 
like everybody took off. Um, so, so it, I think Illinois, I mean, Illinois has been my, my, you know, there's many sleeper teams like Minnesota. Then there's deep sleeper teams. Illinois is a deep sleeper team. Yeah, Illinois that, is a deep sleeper team. Yeah, I mean, not to win the Big Ten or anything like that, but to go to a bowl game. So That's you're, so so you're going to pick them to beat Indiana, then I would imagine. Let's just let's just wait till next week, Phil, before we get so far with that. But I'm just saying, yeah. going by that, if, if for them to go to a bowl game, they're going to have to beat Indiana. I haven't even looked at their schedule, but. Uh, I have that I have that predicted right now, but I, I, I give myself the option to change that if Illinois <laughs> beat, beat by Wyoming. So like I said, we gotta what if they lose to Indiana? Well then they're not going to a bowl, I don't think, at that that's point. Deep. So that's a huge game for both Illinois and Indiana. Okay, so right there, right there. Next week. Okay, you just agreed with me that Illinois Indiana is a big game next week, right? Okay, now put your little programs. Yeah, now put yourself in the shoes of Nebraska Northwestern fans. That's why they think this is a for big those game. programs. Yes, but outside, of, but outside of that bubble, it's not. But it, th- this game's going to be fun to watch because of where it is. Yeah, and, and it's a conference game. I mean, I, I would be excited. I'd be excited to watch this if it was Kansas State, uh, uh, Oklahoma State, you know, something like that, or Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, you know, teams that are fine. But a little bit lower tier. I'd, I would I would be stoked to watch that as well. Me yeah. too. I'm just I'm in also in the middle of moving, so that is not helping things. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's got to be an underlying issue for there's all not, this. It's hey, not Jim. helping things at all. It, it the, sucks. Uh, suffer in silence here. Yeah. Don't, don't take <laughs> don't take the joy down. All right. So uh, UNLV Idaho State. That's a three thirty game on CBS Sports Network. Utah State UConn. Uh, that's a four o'clock. Yeah game uh Illinois now there's Wyoming. now there's a game that I, I might not check out too much some of those i don't even see on on my my tv offering and i have the i better freaking have that game package at my house and i still can't even get that one the illinois wyoming game is a four o'clock tilt on the big 10 network florida state playing duquesne uh florida atlantic and charlotte now, charlotte is they're interesting they're a program that just started like five years ago uh um, charlotte yeah they're only five years oh. old. My brother uh, was the head of security for them for a <laughs> long time. Seriously, he's a he's a state trooper. He, he's does, he, of, does, he play, does he play linebacker too? Because that's what it looks like for those guys. They they give up a whopping amount of. Po- I like the over in that game, by the way. Well, uh, they're playing Florida Atlantic, and they are only a a seven and a half point underdog. Yeah, and I think it's a sixty point over under, and I still like the over. <laughs> wow! Yeah, Shoot really. It, it, do you yeah. think Florida Atlantic is just going to score a ton of points? I think they're both going to score a ton of points uh, for the over. But, yeah, I think Florida Atlantic might put up 40 on their own. Really? Yep. It's back to betting season, peeps. Um, it, there is no offseason in betting, although there kind of is with me. Well, I, I, have to, I, have to, I have to cut myself off after the NFL playoffs are done. Otherwise, you know, I – it's it's healthier. It's healthier for my house and, and environment. The North Texas Mean Green taking on the UTEP Miners. There you go, boy. There's a game. There's a toss up. That's a. I tell you another cool. You guys want another cool thing? Speaking of speaking of brothers, my brother is in Hawaii for work, and he's going to the Vanderbilt Hawaii game for the the last game of the night. That's what I'm talking about. Vanderbilt I'm a, is a nine point favorite over the Rainbows. Rainbow Warriors. 
I'm you a wanna... closet Vanderbilt fan. My dad graduated from Vanderbilt, so okay. Uh, you got yeah, a smart in the family, huh? Yeah, it's, well, one of us has to be. It can't just be a bunch of me's. We get nowhere. Man, I think. I think uh, I, I think that Vanderbilt's actually got a pretty good staff hired. That's yeah. it's going to take some time for them to get it going. But if you want to, if you want a deep dive sicko bet, I like the first half under twenty seven in that in that Vanderbilt Hawaii game, or excuse me, over over twenty seven. Right, Jeffrey, Jeffrey is a closet dinner gambler. I mean, he is looking at all the lines, all the spreads. Oh, I'm out of the closet, man. I got a scarf on the whole world. I got a whistle. Everybody sees me, man. That's a lot of first half points. Well, I guess I'll not really. It's, but yeah, who, who's going? Who do you think's going off in that game? Um, I think so. I it's only because it's only a fifty-four. The, the over total over and under is fifty-four points. Yep. I mean, I I like the over both first half, but I I have small kids, so I predict that I'm <laughs> I'm going to be getting a bit tuckered out by about you know. 10th, 1130 midnight or so. So I'm, I'm loving the first half so that I can, I can figure out if I made or lost money by, you know, by before midnight, New Mexico state Aggies, uh, hosting the, the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, so that game's kind of interesting for big 10 fans. Cause New Mexico state coached by Jerry kill. They play Minnesota next Minnesota week. Coach. Yep. And Nevada plays Iowa in three weeks. So, um, those are kind of interesting games to watch. Uh, I love the under 48 and a half in that game. Uh, everything's new for both of those teams. Like the, the, there might be the three most massed exited teams playing when Wyoming, New Mexico state and Nevada, all of those, all of those players have took off from those programs. So one would think that would lead to a lot of figuring out process on offense. So I like the under in that, in that game. Uh, I, need to, I need to get your picks. Do you tweet out your picks? I do for the Big Ten. I do for the Big Ten. I had a good – I had a profitable season last season. We're going – no, what we're going to do, we're going to get a little group text, and he can send them to us, the good ones. Yeah. Um, and then – hey, and then I think you should start working on the Greeks' picks, and we'll do – we'll do the Greeks' picks. Twist, twist my rubber arm, buddy. I mean, I'm, I'm already, I'm already doing it. I was so. gonna say, I feel like he's giving us all the picks. You guys yeah, better well, we're just going over some games because there's not a lot. Because it's back and it's exciting. But now, now, if you really want to get excited, we can just. Well, we've got another segment, so we got to take a break, right, John? Let's yeah. take a quick break. When we come back, we're, we'll take a just, a, just to open an eye and take a peek towards next week because it starts on Thursday, folks. It's early. Take Love a little, little look-see. Jeffrey yep. the Greek, Mitchell Page is with us. Brought to you by Metalworks Brewing Company, part of the uh, Wild Club, of course. Metalworks Brewing, uh, located just off the square. is a culmination of passion for beer, food, and custom metalwork, alongside a desire to be actively involved in the beauty uh, Bloomington community. Recently launched in June, uh, Metalworks Brewing Company has been in the works for several months. It's transparent from a or transitioning from a staple in Bloomington, the old Function Brewing Company, located just off the square. Make sure you stop by and join the Wow Club first as you can start earning wow rewards today. Back with Mitchell and Jeffrey the Greek right after this. We'll be right back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. 
Whether you're visiting Wilmington or a cutter, you need the Wild Club app. The Wild Club app lets you earn while you eat. Get discounts from places like Southern Stone Restaurant, Comfort Food with a Southern Charm, Feast Market and Cellar has a wonderful selection of wines, cheeses, and much more. Que Bello Restaurante, located on the square in the former Grazi location, has a menu that leaves you planning your return trip before dessert. BB's Market, Butchers and Bakers, formerly the Wagon Wheel, has the best custom meats in all of Southern Indiana and much more. The courtroom in Bedford is a great place to catch a game or just relax with friends. And there's so much more. Get your My Wild Club app now from your app store. It's free and you earn while you eat. Also, go to MyWildNetwork.com. Andy Moore Honda is Bloomington's number one Honda dealer simply because you get the best deals. And right now, it's the Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Get 0.99% APR financing for well-qualified buyers on all 2017 through 2021 Honda Certified Pre-Owned Accords, Civics, CRVs, HRVs, and Pilots. See dealer for financing deals. Andy Moore Honda, Bloomington's number one Honda dealer. Get more to your door with AndyMooreHonda.com. Come see us at the all-new Andy Moore Honda, now in Bloomington. The sun is out, the birds are chirping, and the fairways are emerald green at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, Bloomington's premier public golf course and dining experience. Book your golf outing at the Golf Club at Eagle Point, complete with a menu of food and beverages from Psalms on the Point. Psalms on the Point offers a variety of food and beverage packages for on- and off-site catering for the greater Bloomington area. To book your next tea time or reserve your next dining or catering experience, call 812-824-4040 or visit EaglePoint.com. The Golf Club at Eagle Point in Bloomington, an exceptional golf and dining experience. If you're looking for a home in the Indianapolis area, you need Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Cheryl Sizemore has over two decades of experience, and that could be the difference in you getting the home you want in today's tough housing market. Reach out to Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty at Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com or 317-298-0961. Cheryl Sizemore from Remax Advanced Realty. Let Cheryl Sizemore get you in the home you want today. Cheryl at IndyHomePros.com. We all want a winning smile for those championship photos, and that's exactly what you will get at Reynolds Family Dentistry in Sellersburg. Reynolds Family Dentistry has been serving the dental needs of Hoosier families for over 30 years. Let Drs. Roger and Jay Reynolds take care of your family. Just off of I-65 at 809 South Indiana Avenue in Sellersburg. Call 812-246-3368. That's Reynolds Family Dentistry, 812-246-3368. Hey, this is John, the producer with Indiana Sports Beat Radio. We're now a part of the Rivals Network. TheHoosier.com is where you can find complete coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and plenty more. Simply go to TheHoosier.com and sign up. It's free. You can also find full episodes of Indiana Sports Beat Radio on the homepage or on the station every week, Monday through Friday. If we're not on a station where you live, we should be. Ask for Indiana Sports Beat Radio. This segment is brought to you by K-Bello. Now back to the Golf Club at Eagle Point Studios for more Indiana Sports Beat Radio with Jim Coyle, presented by Endeavor Hospitality Group and Andy Morhonda of Bloomington. Welcome back, Indiana Sports Beat Radio, coming to you on this Friday before week zero of college football, baby. We're all excited. I'm excited. <laughs> they just don't think I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey the Greek with me, uh, as always on a Friday, as is my man Mitch, Mitchell Page. 
as we always uh, try to have fun here each and every Friday. And you know, man, you know, what's you know, that's gonna be you know it's gonna be fun. Nope. Week one, starting out with Purdue, Penn State. That's first that thing on be. my mind. Uh, there's, let's see, yeah, the, these Thursdays because week one starts next Thursday, so we're not that far away. No, uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, obviously that's going to happen before we get a chance to reconvene. So uh, there's, you've got 22 ranked Wake Forest playing, 17th ranked Pittsburgh and West Virginia. Uh, number 12, Oklahoma State, and eh, they're playing Central Michigan. Uh, but Tennessee beat played Central Michigan State, a couple which, years ago at that? home. They got beat by Central Michigan a couple years ago at home on a oh, Hail who Mary. Did? Oh, who did? Oklahoma that's State. That, that oh, that's right. That I remember cool. that. That was a crazy game. They yeah. had the uh, the pitch back, yeah. and then uh, it was, I think, Corey Davis's older brother, Titus yeah. Davis is his name. Uh, I think he – Got the pitch and ran great it in pull. as time expired. Yeah, great pull. But yeah. yeah, some 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 more. It really gets it starts to ramp up next Thursday, oh, yeah. man. It'll be um, interesting watching Hoosier fans. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen games next Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yep. Starting at six p.m. and again, you can. Watch football from six until one thirty in the morning. What'll be interesting is Hoosier fans being Penn State fans for Thursday night when they play Purdue. Oh, I mean, yeah. I got, I, I, I even, even with Penn State being in the East, I got to think a lot of Hoosier fans are going to be cheering for them to beat Purdue. I'm kind well, of interested. They, they would cheer for any Alabama. I'm gonna be honest. I disagree. I like when Purdue wins games like that because then we get a chance at the end of the year to have I when that game really matters I I I can't remember which year it was but we were both five and seven or or five and six or whatever it was the bowl game was on the line I think it was yeah in a row yeah Yeah. so I I want Purdue to don't win too many games but when they had their down years just like we have our down years and the game well, they, just they kind of, it always means something. That's going to give you some concerns <laughs> about yeah, having to play them. And then uh, that's that's interesting. That's not what I would expect. I mean, I want Iowa State to lose literally every single football contest they play, so I can point. Yeah, that out. I, I, I don't think, but most Indiana fans are not thinking that. I, I, I was going to say I'm a little bit weird. I'm different. Yeah. Well, but Mitchell also looks at it differently from from a player's perspective, from from different perspectives. So no, no, no. I mean, I mean, he has different ways to look at it, and I get that because it means different things to players than it does fans. They they, your fans. I mean, I, I'm an ex-player too. Right? Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's, more, of a, it's more of a, I think it's probably more of a personality thing. But I hear what yeah. you're saying. Here's Here's another fun one. So New Mexico State, Minnesota, this is making local headlines. Jerry Kill went on a show and basically said, I'm not going to shake the hands of PJ Fleck. Uh, and, and yeah, oh yeah. So we got some, we got some spiciness for that game. That's why, why, now, why did he say that though? I know. I, I, there is a, there's a, there's, there's a, uh, uh, article that I saw late last night. I didn't click on it. And I guess there was some sort of interview that went down, but I know the background of it, which is when, when uh, PJ Fleck took over, he made comments 
publicly about how how the culture needed to get fixed um, after he took over some some form of that. And Jerry Kill took that personally. Now, here's the thing. I'm not a big PJ fan, but every single coach who takes over says something about the culture needs to be fixed. Yeah, I'm, I'm dude, it is. It is. You standard. have to. There's a it reason is, that a change is being made. Of course, it is standard conversation. Uh, so I don't really think it's that big a deal. I think it's Jerry Kill being a little butthurt um, on how it all went down. Um, Minnesota didn't even fire Jerry Kill, if you can remember. I mean, he medically retired. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the problems. crazy. No, no problem. Yep. So, I'm like, he's back coaching. And so are Minnesota fans because he walked away from the program and flat and, out. And they really on. liked him. Absolutely. Jerry Soda, man. It was it was big time up here. Um, so Minnesota and, and fans. PJ Fleck is, uh, if he wins, they like him. But uh, when he's not, he's kind of got that real car salesman shtick going. No, no doubt there. There's a ton of Gopher fans that have confided in me that I like when PJ wins games. I don't like PJ so much. So there, there's some truth in that. But I tell you what, every college football fan can look over a lot of stuff as, as long as their team is winning football contests. Winning cures all. The ultimate, all. The, the ultimate deodorant. Absolutely. Yeah. You got that. Hey, all right. So, uh, and then, dude, Illinois, Indiana. Friday night. I mean, that is an incredible. I was going to say, so we've got these games. Let's talk about Thursday first. We got Penn State, Purdue. Yep. All right. We've got nothing to look at. Um, I'll take, I don't know. I think I'm going to take Jeff Brom in a first game over Penn State. They're at home. Coin flip game. I, I, I don't like that one either way right now. I think that quarterback at Purdue is really, really good. He is, but and I tell he's you got what. really, really good coaches. He's got Jeff Brom and Brian Brom yeah. on offense to throw the ball, but there's a whole other football game being played on the other side. So, yes. I mean, if Penn State can run the ball, it is game set match for for yeah. Purdue in that game, in my in my opinion. Uh, but I need to see that right now. What's Purdue that? Loses. Who you think wins? I would say Penn State, but I tell you what, I, I'm not I am not confident. I think Penn State is is uh, first of all that they're not ranked. They're they're annoyed. Everybody forgets that Penn State they got a four year quarterback, and he's good. I, I think he's better than he what started people... for freaking three years or four three yeah. years or three years starting and, quarterback. And this is famously his first time that he's had the same offensive coordinator for two years in a row. If they can just give Clifford a little bit of protection and a rushing attack, I think Penn State will be very good. That, that sounded yeah. familiar uh, last year. I heard that a Abs- lot. That is absolutely a fair point. You're dead on. We've been saying that about Penn State's whole line no, for a I'm long time. No, I'm talking about for Indiana. Uh, oh, yeah. That, oh, how, how, interesting is it, how interesting is it? I'm going to get both your opinions. Michael Penix named the starting quarterback at Washington. Washington, yeah. Um, it is. There's some really fun, you know, ex Big Ten players playing in other places. Uh, you know, Adrian Martinez at Kansas State, which is incredible, and Penix at Washington. I wasn't convinced he was going to win that quarterback race. So that is that is very that's something that's going to be awesome to watch. And then they play uh, Michigan State. Uh, second I was trying third to find week. out who they play. Who do they play in their first week? I don't, I don't know, but I mean, I'm not a Pac-12 guy, but I know that I know that Washington and and Michigan State, 
goes out there to, to play him. So, I mean, Michigan State fans are undoubtedly counting that game as a win, and I'm just saying. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that Michigan State went out there. Um, yep. We got we got to finish the show week zero with Indiana, Illinois, Keys predictions. Quickly. Yeah, what are you? Oh, we, oh, we can save it for next week. I mean, it'll be the yeah, it'll be the next week. Okay. It'll, be the, it'll be the morning of, but yeah. Oh, I'm going to wear my helmet for that, by the way. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I might come in full gear, pads, jersey, helmet, gloves, cleats. I'm going to be ready to go. opens up on Saturday, September 3rd at night against Kent State. Okay. Okay. And they, they play Michigan State on September 17th at home. College uh, football play. is back, baby. Man. The We're long back. national nightmare is over, gentlemen. We, <laughs> we are, are there. Back. We are right. back. What's Let's the see some thing you're looking forward smile, to? What's the biggest thing you're looking forward to tomorrow? Just besides, besides it, it's here. Honestly, just that first series, Nebraska Northwestern. The kickoff the in Dublin, baby. When that ball yep. goes up in the air in Dublin, Ireland. The energy, the, the feel, uh, how the new look Nebraska offense looks. Will Northwestern's front seven? bow up and look better like I, I i can't wait to watch the first couple series of that game i yeah. cannot either i can't thank uh alec lazzy enough from the hoosier.com zach osterman from the indy star mick joe page from sig should we didn't get that up and our man jeffrey the greek from eyes on big podcast with his man big kurt make sure you check that out uh and Come back and join us again on Monday when uh, we'll be back to talk about everything that happened. Man, as always, boys, it's been a blast. Yeah, man. Love it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Mitchell, have a great weekend. Jeffrey, have a week, great weekend. John, the producer, have a great weekend. And you guys go out, have fun, have a great weekend, be safe. And until Monday, I'm Jim Coyle. I will see you on the radio. Thanks for listening to Indiana Sports Beat Radio. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page for more clips and team coverage of Indiana basketball, football, and more. You can also find full episodes and tons of other content on thehoosier.com. We'll see you next time for another edition of Indiana Sports Beat Radio. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.